can't can't <laughs> clarify this enough. <laughs> Lock your grandparents in the basement. You are not prepared. Then you couldn't look. There was no internet to look the shit up on. Everyone loves Dick. Are uh, you Dick Grayson? <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Anthony, uh, are you dead? Gotta make sure that I wear yeah. my mask. You know. He's got his face condom on, everybody. <laughs> I just got uh, home, so my wallet and mask are right here, so I'm like, I'm gonna put that on and be funny. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so uh, no, there, there's actually, there's two shows that I remember watching growing up that involved... Uh, Only two? That's sad. The character, the character eating cat shit, and it was like, it was a joke that it, uh, caught me out, that I found funny. One was the Mad TV with Stuart... Where uh, there they made a joke about it there, but then my favorite one of all time, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, because that one is yes. fucking great. Billy keeps I agree the with cat you, Jared. And they leave. They tell everybody like, "Don't let Billy get into the cat box, but he hates chocolates." <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Jared. However, Anthony, it was two shows because we only had three channels. Now maybe oh, y'all we're not being that old. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit younger than y'all, so I had like more. I did live in a cabin before I moved. My, my grandmother had cable, I, I, so it was fun. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when uh, we were watching The Incredible Hulk while eating dinner. You went Hulk smash, and then your sweet little grandma was like, "Are you okay, Jared? Are you angry about something?" <laughs> So anyway, welcome to yeah, Water Oddcast. Yeah, that sounds like, like her. <laughs> so welcome to Water Oddcast. We're going back into the Batman villains bracket. Uh, with me, as always, I'm joined by Anthony, Denny, and Jeremy. Hello. Buenos dias, my friends. Frodo Jeremy Baggins. the hollow wolf. <laughs> he's a hollow wolf because he he's gay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I don't know. I couldn't think of anything in the I, d- I don't think... Shut up. Shut Rough t- r- no, Shut no. up. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to be going on with the bracket again, uh, figuring out our other finalists. Um, to recap, we have Black Mask, Killer Croc, and... Bang. Yeah, Bang, the energy drink. It's a real killer. It's killing thousands, and Batman's trying to stop it. Uh, so, so those are the finalists we have so far. We're gonna figure out another one today, and then you know we'll see who the hell is gonna win this whole thing. Um, before we get into that, <clears throat> start up right at the top of the show, gentlemen. Anybody have any recommendations of any movie shows, anything like that? Just get this out of the way now, because otherwise somebody um, will bring it up mid-show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, is Jeremy, this is my last juice box. I need to go to the store and buy some more. Aww. Oh, I have a six-pack, so I'm good. I know, yeah. Um, any shows or movies I recommend? Um... Not watched anything lately. I mean, the Umbrella Academy season two. Yep, season two. But if you haven't watched it, I would recommend starting with season one. Make a lot more sense. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god. Um, oh no, that's no. It's actually pretty on par. Uh, you know, since we're talking hero villain thing at right now. Um, the, I, I haven't minded that show. It's been pretty interesting. Um, yeah. A comic book uh, created by Gerard Way, lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Indeed, I didn't. I honestly, when I heard that that was the case, I had never read anything about it. But I saw the show, heard about that, and I'm like, ah, how good could it possibly be? It's actually a lot better than I was giving it credit for. 
Uh, um, it's a little different than the comics, but is is definitely good. I, well, they always are. I mean, look at Walking Dead. They they change everything as they go because he wants because he's just like I don't want to follow a beat for beat. That's boring as shit. <laughs> like here, here's Never what seen I it. think happens. Well, no, that that's well, Anthony. That's that's the gist of Walking Dead. They're, they're, like, there's the people that are big fans where they're like, I read all the graphic novels, and like, that's not how it goes. And then you have, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Kirk. Kirk is it Kirk that's doing that. One? Carl. I think I think it's Kirk Cameron. Anyway, uh, he's he had said like, you know, I'm doing it different. Like, I'm following it to a degree. Like, you'll get your characters, but things aren't happening the exact same because to do it beat for beat, it's boring. Like, why am I going to show you something you already know? I'm going to change it up a little bit. So, you know, everybody does that. Um, but anyway, there's some news, guys. Uh, there's one Marvel, and uh, no, two Marvel, one DC. The DC one I literally just saw before we started recording, so I'm going off of what I was able to find out, and not a whole lot. Um, so let's start with Marvel. So first off, we covered um, Madam Web. Uh, not that long ago, because you know there was a spider, mm-hmm. there was a female Spider-Man movie being made. People were assuming probably Madam Web because that delves into the multiverse, and that's what they're doing anyway. Uh, apparently, it's been confirmed that it's actually Spider Gwen is getting a live-action movie, not Madam Web. So they're they're jumping everything and saying Spider Gwen apparently is going to be mm. the one that they're doing. Um, but there's also Spider Woman. That is being made. Uh, I think they said that one's being made into a series. One of them's being made into a series. They're doing Spider Woman with uh, the originals, uh, Jessica, and then you got Spider Gwen. They're doing one of them's going to be a series. One's going to be a movie. That's something that was pulled out recently. Um, Fantastic Four is in production. So anyone that was excited oh. about that, like me, it's in production. Uh, somebody found out uh, through a little insider thing that it's in production right now. Um, now for the DC. Anthony, are you ready for the most confusing DC news we've read yet? <laughs> I wish I Trust was me, babe, there's nothing confusing out there in the world nowadays. Hey, so who's Batman right now? Robert Pattinson. Oh, what, is he? Because Ben Affleck is coming back for the Flash movie as Batman. Well, the way I see it <laughs> is that Robert Pattinson is a young Ben Batfleck. First off, Ben Batfleck. <clears throat> so here, <clears throat> here's my problem with this news. Number one, you got rid of Ben Affleck's Batman because you guys had a dispute, and then you moved on and you made Pattinson the new Batman. But now the news is coming out like, hey guys, we're making a Flash movie. But to make it extra confusing for anyone who's tried to follow along with anything we've done, we're bringing back Ben Affleck. Like, why? Can you people, does anyone know what the fuck they're doing over at DC? Like, Are you ready for the Suicide Director's Cut? The the original cut? (laughs) It would actually, that one would probably be better. It's going to happen. Dude, with the Snyder Cut coming out, that's probably going to happen. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that because because the movie that we got for Suicide Squad was so cut down and edited poorly that it was trash. Dude, so they I would get... love to see what the actual cut of that movie was going to be before they let the editors get a hold of There's it. There's a scene in that movie where they're all getting you know their weapons and shit like that, and they decide yeah. to play Eminem's Guess Who's Back. Some cinematic masterpiece right there. Oh, it's just one long music video of multiple songs. <laughs> Oh, God, Jeremy, have you ever seen Suicide Squad? 
I have. Oh, God. Watch the trailer. You know what the movie is. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the entire movie from the trailer, the only thing that you literally saw in the movie that was different from the trailer was... The villain. That was it. It was the only thing the that villain. they kept it, but it wasn't even a twist. It was like, yeah, I kind of figured that was going to happen. Like, who didn't mm-hmm. see that coming? Mm. <laughs> the one who's been all over the marketing, but isn't in the trailer. What a shock. Wow. Um, but no, so that, those are the things that came up. Um, they were just interesting because I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Um, so anyway, onward with our bracket, guys. Um, are you boys ready to hear about our uh, the tragic... The tragic people. A lot of these people in this bracket, uh, they have very tragic backstories that just led to unfortunate circumstances. Um, like being born so, as a penguin man, being born in jail, having to do the time of your father, um, being born with. A I mean, yeah, that's every Batman villain. But I'm saying specifically, <laughs> these ones get. I mean, we've heard some pretty sad ones, but there are some of these people were like, they wouldn't have been a villain if one very, very specific thing hadn't have happened to them. They would have been fine. Are you, Jared, are um, you saying all it takes is one bad day? Fuck you. <laughs> so, so, so we're going to start off. Uh, our first round is Clayface versus Onomatopoeia. What's an Onomatopoeia? Good question. Well, uh, Anthony, I'll let you explain it when we get to it. <laughs> so first up, I'm doing Clayface. Now, to, to, to clear any confusion... Yeah, exactly. To clear any confusion, if you're a comics fan, you know that there, there's like a fucking hundred of these goddamn things. There's been multiple people that have been Clayface. We're focusing on the main guy, which is Basil Carlo. Just because he comes back as a, more, as a better Clayface anyway that does what all the other ones were doing. So I thought, why not just go with the classic one? Because he does what they all do eventually anyway. Um, So he first appeared in Detective Comics in uh, 1940, uh, June of 1940 to be specific. Uh, Carlo was a B-list movie actor who goes on a killing spree. (laughs) Get this. He goes on a killing spree because the director of the movie called Dread Castle, um, basically it's getting remade. The director is not hiring him to play the character he was. And he goes fucking insane because he's like, I was in the movie. I deserve to be there, sir. (laughs) And he kills everyone, but he kills everyone. How can I put this? Uh, Anthony, you'll understand the reference. I don't know if Jeremy will. Uh, It's Scream 3. (laughs) It's Scream 3. He kills everyone according to how they die in the movie. Why did you bring up the worst of the Scream ones? (laughs) Because Um. it's the same plot. It's the same exact. So, to uh, let people know, like, a B-list actor um, I got from IMDb is, like, Michael Shannon. So, let's say that they remade Man of Steel and decided not to put uh, Michael Shannon as Zod. (laughs) And so, he went around killing people. That's that's basically... But he killed everyone according to how they die in the script. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's Scream 3. (laughs) It's fucking Scream 3. So, So, what I'm hearing is Scream 3 ripped off DC. Which is saying uh, yeah, they yeah they ripped off uh, uh, Clayman. Uh, sorry, Clayface. Uh, <laughs> Clayman, <laughs> man, I'm off to a great start. You made me choke. I just killed both my co-hosts. Finally, How I could choke be free. on a Tic Tac. So uh, later in his story arcs, um, he encounters. Uh, essentially, he gets he gets abducted by. Um. 
the other clay faces that come in. Um, see, because when he originally started, all he was called Clayface because he was an actor and he was really good at putting on disguises. So they called him Clayface. He could pretend to be anybody. So what I'm hearing um, is he's Lon Chaney, Chaney, the man of a thousand faces. So uh, later in the stories, he gets abducted by the other Clayfaces that have been, that have kind of just come to be after him, um, and they end up injecting him with their DNA. Uh, because all the other clay faces that come after are literally clay people. Like, they are made out of an organic clay material, and that's what they become clay face with. Uh, he does this, so he's able to shapeshift and do things of that nature. Uh, and because of this, he claims himself to be the ultimate clay face, because he was the original person, and the rest of them were just impersonating him. Um, so he proceeds to proclaim he's the ultimate clay face, and they can all fall in line with him. I'm uh, pretty sure I've seen this He finds what he always wanted, which is recognition. Pretty sure I've seen this movie as well. The One starring Jet Li. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Braveheart. They all just... He rallies them in the ah. battle. Yeah. I don't know my movies very well today. My brain's not working, apparently. So <laughs> that was not the movie I wanted it. I was thinking of. So anyway, moving on. Uh, he going. He's going against uh, Automatopoeia. Bang! Um, real name. That's what an onomatopoeia is. This is, this, okay. So I was telling them, there was a character I added in late that I liked a lot. This character, over all of them, may be just my favorite fucking character DC's ever made in my entire life. We know what to do, Jeremy. So yeah, onomatopoeia. Uh, he, he speaks by only copying noises around him. Hmm. So but does I, he have four arms? <laughs> I can remove you from the show <laughs> <laughs> that easily. Click on the button. Can do it without you. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, but no, so he he copies noises around him. So if a gunshot goes off, he makes a gunshot noise. That's how he speaks. So he's uh, a he's parrot. Very, yeah, basically. Um, but he um he's a very skilled assassin. Uh, you know, he, if uh, somebody needs something done, he's the guy that they go to, uh, and specifically to go after people with superpowers. Like, he has, he's not superhuman himself, but he's been shown to have some extra resilience to him and healing factors that people can't fully seem to explain. But he, he's like, uh, <clears throat> he's this mysterious, like, gun for hire that, like, oh, you have problems with somebody with some powers? Like, hire this dude named Automatopoeia, he'll fucking kill him, it'll be done and over with. Like, it's, it's that easy. So he's uh, like... The shitty version of the, you know, the Pied Piper from Shrek Forever After. <laughs> wow. wow, bringing a Shrek reference in. Are you proud of that one? Always. I'm not proud. Of it. So, <laughs> you, you're coming with me. <coughs> so he first appeared in Green Arrow, uh, number 12, in March of 2002. Uh, he's a strange and mysterious man, a serial killer who targets non-powered heroes. That's, that's so his Batman. little specialty. <clears throat> yeah, so people like Batman, uh, which is why people go to him. It's like, oh, you're having problems with, like Green Arrow, Batman, Nightwing, something like that. That's where he comes. Question, uh, and he's a serial killer for it because he goes out of his fucking way to kill these people. What if, like, it could be a member of the Teen Titans who just like, I, I, I don't know, like, I can telekinesisly like talk to animals, and he's like, oh, well, that's not really a power. So, I mean, what do you got, like, super strength? No, well, bang, you're dead. So. <laughs> what happens if he's in the middle of a fight with someone? And then chemicals, because it's fucking DC. And suddenly that person gets super strength. Does he get like, all right, contract's off. Yeah, I think so. I think he would just immediately go. 
And it would be a little more like a... You can't see this beep, because beep. it's a podcast medium, but because he doesn't talk, shrug, he shoulder just shrug. shrugs and walks away. If it was put into language, God damn this thing. All right, fuck this. I am done. I quit. I'm going home. I just give me my paycheck. Give me part of it. Okay, job's half done. So here's the weird thing when it comes to Automatopia, which is why I find him to be a fascinating thing. They gave him a family. Uh, it's revealed in a, in a later series that uh, he has a regular family life outside of being Automatopia, and they have no idea that that's what he does. Um, it's shown uh, his son walks off to go set the table for dinner, and he walks into another room, opens up a bookcase, and behind it is a secret room where he has trophies of all the non-powered heroes he's killed. And he has two places in it, one for Green Arrow and one for Batman, specifically for the day he finally kills them. Uh, I have another question. Yes. Does he talk an onomatopoeia at home, or is this only, like... I believe he he's a normal man outside of that, but when he when he puts on the mask and his mask is like a hypnotic circle kind of thing, um, for a face, um, but no, it, at his family like his family has no fucking idea that this is what he does. Like he keeps a, he's 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 like a true serial killer. Like he keeps family and that completely separate. <laughs> they think he's this awesome family guy, and outside of that, he's fucking murdering Robin for no reason. He's the guy. He's the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> That's all he is. I thought he, you know, he just he couldn't. Oh talk God, what's his but... name? That's gonna drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google Sound Guy from Police Academy. Uh, Michael Winslow. <laughs> oh, thank you. He, he's just <laughs> he's just Michael Winslow. The fact that he can talk. By the way, uh, a skill that Anthony (laughs) has when he's not acting, I I learned back in uh, high school, in middle school, I can spell onomatopoeia by memory. Well, I have it written down, so please go ahead. O n o m a t o p o e i a. Clayface (laughs) onomatopoeia. Anthony got it right. Oh, clarify yeah. for everyone well, at home. The, the, the trick is you have to do it like the Disney, like the Mickey Mouse angle. O N O M A T O P O E I A. That's how I wouldn't my find that me. easier at all. I don't know if there's something wrong with your brain. <laughs> yeah, no, I got extra credit to learn to it by memory. That bothered me almost as much. Oh yeah, that's middle school. That bothered me wow. almost as much as the video of Michael Jackson's Thriller. But one beat off that I found last night. <laughs> oh my that god! Is, I, what? Oh, you gotta find the chop suey, but it's one beat off. I, I can't. I I had to stop the video thirty seconds in because it bothered my brain so much. It, is it like the chop suey one where the music is fine but the words are off? God no! This one was the. This one was it was just fucking everything because like it starts off and it's dun 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 dun. And I'm like, oh, this is killing me. This is torture. And then the lyrics come in, and every other lyric is just... And then it's a lyric, and then it's nothing, and then it's a lyric. And I'm like, I, I know what he's saying, but it's not. This is driving my brain insane. Because <laughs> then I would try to do the rhythm, and hearing it wrong <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> 
I'm gonna put this in our group chat. But uh, I hated it oh so God. much. Just so. Uh, you but guys anyway, can guys, see it later. Clay I'm gonna put Clayface. You're going Clayface. I'm going Jeremy Clayface or Automatopia. I'm voting Automatopia, so you are the tiebreaker. I do like Clayface. Ooh, I'm the tiebreaker. I like Clayface, but Automatopia is just such a fucking oddball character in conception alone that I'm just like, that's fucking interesting. Because, like, he doesn't go after anybody with a well, power. I'm going to... Specifically just Batman and Green Arrow or Robin or Nightwing. Like, these guys who are just dudes in a suit. He's like, oh, that's game for me. Like, I'm going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> so I'm going to have to ask first, Anthony. Yes. Uh-huh. Why did you choose Clayface? I chose Clayface. Uh, he's more of the villain, especially with his ability to, which I don't know if Jared gloss over, but he can literally look like anyone. Yeah, yeah, I said that. And also, okay, he's, so he's a giant monster when he wants to be. So he's strong and he's clever. Strong, clever, and he can blend into surroundings by taking on other people's form. So he's got, you know, the ability hey, to morph. Yeah. And dude has no weakness? bones, so you can't break his arms. Uh, but you know what his weakness is? He could have four arms. <laughs> his weakness is the same thing as the Sandman-Hydro-Man combination, which is all you all Batman had to do is dry him out and he breaks apart because he's clay. So if he loses wetness, he begins to fall apart. And that's what Batman does to stop him. So Batman makes him not horny. Got it. Yeah, he's me at the bar. Um, another thing is, <laughs> I technically one. don't have dirt in my backyard. It's technically all clay. So if Clayface is going to be anywhere, he's going to be in my backyard. So, <laughs> Anthony, you're right. Okay. Good. Jared, why did you choose Anamanapia? Because I just think he's fucking interesting. He doesn't talk when he's fighting you. He only mimics the sounds you make with something around you. Because... <clears throat> It could be like there's water dripping out of a pipe near you, and he's just going to keep making the blip, blip. Like, that's all he's going to do, which I feel like anyone fighting that would slowly begin to go insane because he's not saying words. He's just mimicking noises while he beats your ass, <laughs> which is going to be just creepy. Is that a train? Oh, God, no! Oh, wait, no, it's just a man. Oh, he's stabbing me now. Okay. Exactly. I just thought it was interesting. I I do like Clayface though. He's not, you know, he's not bad. But Automatopia is an oddball. And I'm like, that's that's my thing. So come on, bitch. Okay. Clayface or Automatopia? A family man or a man with four arms? He doesn't have four arms. He only has two. He's just made of clay. He can make four. He can also make himself into a uh, giant penis. So he's a dick. I mean, he can morph into pretty much anything at this exactly. point. Exactly. I mean, at that point, size really doesn't matter. Yeah, One well, size I heard yeah, he can fill it up. a giant butthole and gets rammed. So, hey, to each their own. There's nothing wrong with that, Jared. Is there? Are you saying there's something wrong with that? It's 2020, Jared. God, God. Damn it. why does everyone go against me? Like, somebody else <laughs> Fuck you guys. Because it's just the three of us. Fuck you, you, guys you so and hard. I. Uh, Jeremy, you mm. are the tiebreaker. Like, I need you to follow. <laughs> like... <laughs> you ever been tongue punched in the brown eye, Jared? No. 
I don't want to be. Thank <laughs> you, please, no. As much as Clayface is tempting with the four arms, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Onomatopoeia. And you know what? That's fair. To each their own. They're allowed to vote for whatever you want without anyone trying to take you over. <clears throat> I just feel like that in a battle, statistically showing, even though Clayface can morph and all of that, uh, and basically take shape of anything he wants, I do feel like knowing a little bit about Onomatopoeia, that he would be capable to hold his own ground against Clayface and eventually take him out. I mean, his sole job and purpose is to take out individuals with powers. I do believe that he could hold his own in the ground. And, and I mean, fight. he doesn't go after... He doesn't try to go after people with powers. He, he prefers people like Batman, who don't have any actual power. They're just He's, smart he, and skilled. You're arguing against your own guy right now. <coughs> so Michael Winslow well, I just want to clarify on. so that nobody emails us like, Jeremy's a fucking idiot because of this reason. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, I just let it slide. We're all idiots. Well, I mean, anyway, you did, to be fair, you did state that his sole purpose that people hire him for is to handle himself against other individuals with unique powers. Did you or did you not say that? Yes. So then technically, with the information that you have given me, I have made my judgment call off of that information. That is a fair point. All right. So our next lineup is uh, Humpty Dumpty uh, going against Clock King. Anthony White, what's wrong? I don't like either of these ones. You don't like either of these characters? They're both do, ridiculous. Do you know the ba- do you know the the dark dark fucking thing secret that Humpty Dumpty had? Uh, he was on a wall and then he fall. No, okay, so we're gonna start with Humpty Dumpty because he honestly creeped me the fuck out. Uh, so Humpty Dumpty, his real name is Humphrey Dumpler. Uh, he first appeared in Arkham Asylum. He first appeared in Arkham Asylum, ah. Living Hell number 2, uh, in 2003. Uh, Humphy grew up uh, in an unconceivably bad luck life. Because um, there were, the, the, I mean, there were like paragraphs of the bad things that happened to him. And then they they just ended it with, like, everywhere was like, they'd end it with, he just had really bad luck. Like, yeah, you could have, like, given me, like, two examples and rounded out with that. I didn't need three fucking paragraphs of, like... Oh. He bought a dog, but then the dog got sick. Oh, then the dog got hit by a car, and then his parents <laughs> blamed him, so they beat him for it. Oh, and then he and then he like did this, but then that went horribly wrong. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like I get it. He just has terrible luck. Um, but anyway, from birth, uh, it plagued him so much that he uh, he began to try to understand life, like not just. You know, like, there's the kids who are book smart that just want to learn, like, how does a butterfly, like, flap its wings? Or, like, how does a caterpillar become a butterfly to begin with? Humphrey, on the other hand, is like, everything is shit. Like, my life keeps going terrible. Like, how do how does everything work down to, like, down to the microscopic level? How, do, how does that thing go together? Why does it do what it do? Um, so... <laughs> um, because of this, uh, what he specializes in when he fights people, um... He can disassemble any machine and reassemble it for his own purpose. Um, and it's usually machines that he finds to be um, frustrating to himself. He quote-unquote fixes them, uh, which makes them extremely malfunctioned, uh, you know, usually turning it 
into a weapon of some kind that then attacks anything that comes near it. But to him, it's like, well, I have bad luck all the time. So I think this is just how it's supposed to be. I have fixed this gun. It now disassembles every time you click it. Every time you pull the trigger. No, it's more like uh, if you have a turret, he would find that frustrating to him because he can't get by it. So he would disassemble it and reassemble it, but then he'd make it like be able to walk around and target things while they're moving, and it becomes even deadlier. And he's like, I fixed it. <laughs> so- ah, so he's a dumbass. Um, yes, uh, the most deadly occurrence that this happened, uh, he did it to the Grand Clock Tower because it, you know, it hits midnight, it dings, uh, it frustrated him, so he fixed it. Uh, except what ended up happening is when it went to ding at midnight, uh, the arms flew off, killing thousands of people that were below it. Um, Batgirl ends up catching him uh, after he tries to flee. Uh, he dislocates her arm, but then when she explains what he did, he's like, you know, I guess I didn't really fix it. So he relocates her arm um, and turns himself in. He's like, I just wanted to fix things. Which, it gets even creepier because then he takes her back to where he was living and you find out um, he tried to, I'm going to put up quotations, fix his abusive grandmother. Um, Batgirl brings up the fact that he had taken out an anatomy book and was wondering why. Uh, And then he reveals that he had torn apart his grandmother and sewed her back together in order to figure out why she was so cruel to him all those years. He tried to fix her, but he couldn't. Hmm, interesting. Yes, so that is Humpty Dumpty. Poor little guy. Just got shit on Not the Humpty life. Dumpty I remember. <clears throat> yeah, you know, he, he, he was born on a wall, and he had a great fall of bad luck. Uh, and then he murdered his grandma and tried to fix her. Hey, you know, it's a classic. It happens. I remember my mother sitting me down and reading me Humpty Dumpty, and I will never forget that the story ends with him saying, and then I fixed me grandmother. And then it's just a picture of him tearing her apart limb from limb. Now, isn't the whole Humpty Dumpty thing um, that all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put him back together again? Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> exactly. That's why everything he he fixes ends up being more broken than it was before. It's a play on that they couldn't put him back together again. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Instead of fun, actually fixing it, he makes it worse. Fun fact about Humpty Dumpty, they never say it's an egg. But he's an egg. But where's your proof? But he's an egg. Oh! Uh, so, Clock King... Uh, is our next one. Um, his real name, William Talkman. Um, then there's the second version of him that came out later, which was called Only Known as Tem. Uh, they were never able to figure out the full name. Just Tem was all they were. Like, T-E- like Tim T-E-M. or T-E-M? T-E-M, Tem. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify uh, so, that. So William Talkman, the first clockman, uh, appeared in World's Finest Comic number 111 in August of 1960. Uh, Tem appeared in Teen Titans number 56, April 2008, so he's a newer one. Anyway, uh, so Clock King, right off the bat, uses uh, clock-related gadgets. Uh, So it would be like a, a, I don't know, like a timed bomb, but it'll look like a stopwatch, etc., etc., things of that nature. Um, And he's a very skilled swordsman, so he has like a clock-themed sword. 
Uh, so Talkman grew up uh, caring for his sister. Uh, as a teen, a doctor... So this is, again, this is a fuck... Dude, I swear to God, dude, these all these characters are just... Their backstory just makes me scratch my head. Like, what kind of fucking bad luck did you all of you get born into in this universe? Anyway, so as a teen... I don't know, teen, Jared. Look at us. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, so uh, a doctor tells him as a teen that he only has six months to live. Like, you have cancer. I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to live. Um, because of this, Talkman plans to uh, rob a bank to ensure that even when he's gone, his sister, who can't take care of herself, will be taken care of for, uh, by the money he'll get from it. Should have just made math. Okay. Okay, all right, all right, Eisenberg. Uh, so it all—I mean, he ain't wrong. So the bank robbery originally goes without a hitch. Like he's—he's he's got all the money. He's going fine. As he leaves, he accidentally trips a silent alarm, gets oh. caught, goes to prison. Uh, here's where it gets even worse for this poor bastard. Uh, the doctor ends up calling him while he's in prison and is like, hey, so great news. I mixed up your paperwork. You're actually going to be fine. You're not going to be dying at all. <laughs> uh, and while he's in prison, uh, his sister, who could not take care of herself, uh, passes away. So not only were you not going to die, but you also, your sister's dead. So have fun with that one. Fuck uh, so upon the time, uh, yeah. So after he's released from prison, uh, he goes out on his criminal career and fighting people like Batman and Justice League, Teen Titans. He runs into a little bit of everybody, um, but he goes around Gotham doing his crime spree because now he's lost his sister and anything that he was really trying for in this life. Um, the other one, Tim, there's not a whole lot of information I was able to get um, in when I was pulling this together. Uh, so Tem is a mystery other than uh, it's a Clock King that is a little bit different. This one actually has powers. Uh, so Tem can actually sense four seconds or more into the future. Uh, so when he's fighting somebody like Batman, he can... It's kind of like Taskmaster, except Taskmaster, like, copies what you're doing. He can actually see what you're going to do before you do it. Uh, so he uses that to his advantage when he's fighting people. But, so four seconds or longer. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, there's it's four seconds is the usual, but he can do a little bit more when he puts effort into it. Um, but it's usually just four seconds. It's enough to be like dodge a bullet or something like that. It's not a whole lot, but it's enough. But for the bracket's sake, which one are we going with? They're both clocking. They're, they're both, you just count both of them. It's no different than any other time. Like, it's just that character. I don't know. We only counted Basil. That's true. But he has like fucking eight other ones. <laughs> like, whenever we have people with someone with multiple, it's usually like two or three. Clayface has like fucking like I don't know he has a fucking shit ton of them. There was just a page scroll of just people who had been Clayface, and I couldn't I couldn't write everything down. It was driving me insane. Um, so yeah, Clock King or Humpty Dumpty. Uh, <sighs> fucking bitches. Well, I know who I'm voting for. Who are you voting wow. for? Then? Wise guy. Humpty Dumpty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anthony doesn't like, like either of them, hump so. I feel like Humpty Dumpty, with his fucked up mischief on being able to fix things in quote unquote more fix ways things. than one. I mean, a walking turret kind of sounds like a fix to me. I agree. Um, Jared, who are you going to vote for? Um, Anthony's gonna be 
Anthony's willing to be the tiebreaker because he doesn't like either one of these characters. I- I'm voting Humpty Dumpty. All right, don't need to be tiebreaker. Clock King's all right, but just Humpty Dumpty. Like I've seen him in more things, so like I have a better gauge about what exactly he does. And his fixing of machines definitely gets fucked. Like something that was a perfectly in- like he walks into Chuck E. Cheese. Like, oh, I see that your Chuck E. Cheese is broken. I, I'll fix it. No, actually, it's working fine. He's playing the music like he's supposed. No, no, you see, he's broken. <laughs> he should be able to move. Jared. And then all of a sudden, he's got he's like eating kids. It's Five Nights at Freddy's over again. Um, Jared, when was the last time you yeah. went to a, a, a Chuck E. Cheese? When I was like seven. They don't do the animatronics anymore. Yeah, I figured probably not, but that was just an example. So if you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Hey, Charles Entertainment Cheese and I have had a great relationship throughout my older, younger life. Is his middle name Entertainment? His middle name is Entertainment. I never knew that, and now I'm just... I hate it it now. (laughs) That's dumb. (laughs) Wow. His full proper it's name dumb. is Charles Entertainment Cheese. I'm going to have to look into that. Like, I'm not going to let you just say that on air. I'm going to look into this now. I'm going to do a full team job. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Jeremy's hiding like an owl. Well, fuck me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For, for those oh, who can't, can't see us, um, I just Googled Charles Entertainment Cheese, and right on the top, Charles Entertainment Chucky Cheese is an anapromorphic rat mascot. Uh, so we're going like, to jump. <clears throat> we're going to jump. Uh, we're not going to do that, Brock, yet, because uh, one of those characters is really long. <laughs> I just I don't want to read all that right now. Um, so we're going to go Poison Ivy. Going against Mr. Freeze. And do you know why? Because they were in Batman. (laughs) They were in Batman and Robin together. And I think it's time we decide which one of them is the actual better villain here. So, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Iceman himself. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Freeze. Yes, we'll get into that. I believe you both are wrong. It's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's a doctor. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. Something foreign. Arnold know. Strong. See, Arnold's guy. Arnold Strong. That's what they used to call him. Armstrong? No, Arnold. Stretcher Armstrong? Arnold Strong. Oh. That's how he's credited in uh, Hercules Go- uh, Goes to New York or whatever it is. Yeah, his first movie that he didn't have any actual lines because he spoke no English. <laughs> and they dubbed over him with a different guy. It's an awful movie. Everyone should see it. I want to see it. Yeah, I that, want to that's see why it. if you watch uh, the original Conan movie, um, he doesn't he doesn't have a whole lot of lines because he didn't really know how to speak English. They just needed a dude who looked big as shit. <laughs> that was it. It's like, I don't know how to speak English. I the good... Like, no, it's fine. You just say, like, two lines. Other than that, just kill shit. Like, it's gonna be great. <laughs> we don't need you to talk. Cross your enemies. I do, See them terrible. I do remember watching a, a short video on an interview about that. 
and he's he literally stated that like he had to practice for days and mm-hmm. hours on end just for his short amount of lines like he literally had to rehearse yeah, it he's Austrian. then they would go and they would fake shoot it and rehearse it right there physically and then after that then they would actually try shooting it like it, it, oh, he well, struggled with it for a while <clears throat> well that's another thing with uh uh there was an interview with him about doing conan and stuff uh where somebody asked him like would you go back and like not do that movie or blah blah because you got injured a lot and he's like no like i'm glad i did it when i was young because there's no way in hell i could do that kind of shit now like like i was riding on the horse full speed and they were like all right and then you're gonna drop on here and he's like no i just go for it in the moment like i was throwing myself off of it into trees like onto the ground i was breaking bones He's like, if I tried to do that now, I'd fuck, I'd kill myself. Like, I did it when I was young because I could do it. I'm glad I did. I love that. Um, so yeah, you know, there's interesting interviews with Arnie. Um, just don't watch Batman and Robin. That's the point we're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice the Age! Age! <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> All right, everyone. Chill. And then he had that. Oh God! He made his. Uh, they make Batman and Robin sing that play song hockey from Santa Claus movie. They make Batman and Robin play hockey against Freeze's goons in the opening to that movie. <laughs> By the way, there are twenty-seven ice puns in that movie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger got paid about twenty-seven million. That means each pun is worth one million dollars. I mean, at that point, it's definitely worth the pun. That's why. Anyways, funny. anyway, so, Doctor Freeze. So, Mister Mister Freeze. Doctor. Uh, re- his real name, uh, Victor Fries. Uh, it's spelled Fries, but it's pronounced Fries. Um. Uh, first appearance is Batman One Twenty One in nineteen fifty nine, uh, as Mister Zero. Which is what he was before they rebranded him as Mr. Freeze. They called him Mr. Zero for Sub Zero. Ha 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 ha. Then he was called Mist- He was called Freeze in uh, Detective Comics three seventy three uh, in nineteen sixty eight. So originally, Mr. Zero uh, was a joke character to be a stock villain for Batman. Uh, they just needed somebody to fill a spot. They're like, "Hey, what about this guy called Mr. Zero? Freezes people. Kind of gimmicky." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, that's easy." They made him really simple. Um, a scientist uh, who developed a freeze ray gun to commit crimes. Yes, thank you, Anthony. He looks like, for those of you at home, he looks like, um, like a 1950s version of a spaceman, but he's shooting a freeze gun. It looks like he has an oil can, not a gun. Yeah, that literally looks like an oil can. Yeah, it's supposed to be a freeze gun, but, you know. It was 1959, what do you expect? Anyway... <laughs> So he changed in the comics later in 1968 to Dr. Victor Freiss, uh, who was a child uh, who, who grew up as a child who froze animals to death uh, with his own batch of cryogenic liquid. Uh, he sent to a bunch. He sent to a boarding school, uh, and after after this, uh, he ends up marrying his love Nora, uh-huh. uh, who he ends up falling in love with straight out of school, uh, and they get married after he graduates. Uh, a year and a half after this, uh, he becomes. <clears throat> Sorry, a year and a half after uh, Bruce Wayne had become Batman. So he's Batman's been uh, uh, doing his thing for about a year and a half. Uh, Nora becomes fatally ill. 
Uh, and Fryce doesn't want to let Nora go, so he tries to come up with a cure while he's working uh, at Wayne Tech. Uh, he gets hired into Wayne Tech to kind of... To, I mean, he's a scientist. Like, he's just what he's good at, so he's hired there to do research. <clears throat> uh, while he's doing that, he's trying to find a cure for Nora. Uh, and Wayne Tech was just kind of like, hey, you know, you know, we, we can help provide with what you're trying to find. Um, so he begins work on a freeze chamber, uh, which is to preserve her until he can find a cure. Uh, Batman helps him uh, kind of get this device set up and figure out what he needs to because at this point, basically Batman tracks him down because he did rob a few banks with the, you know, with the stuff he had. But then Batman's like, oh, you're not doing this because you're a bad guy. Like, you're, you're just trying to save your wife. Like, I get it. I'll help you set this thing up and we'll figure out a cure. Uh, little does he know that the man who was owning the building he was working out of, uh, Mr. Ferris Boyle, um, yes. Great. Uh, he ends up getting hired by the mob to steal the the technology that he has, because they want to make their own freezing weapons. Uh, so he ends up sabotaging the pod, which causes it to explode, uh, which kills Nora immediately. Uh. The, the entire pod explodes, kills Nora, sends Batman flying out of the room, um, and uh, because of this, Fryce ends up getting coated in the cryogenic liquid he was using for the chamber, uh, which, of course, makes it so that he cannot live out of anything outside of sub-zero temperature, uh, hence why he makes the suit. Um, and after this, because he's lost Nora um, and he develops his Mr. Freeze suit, uh, he goes on a killing spree and targets the mob uh, for killing Nora. And then after that, uh, he's a weird villain because when it comes to Freeze, it's all about he only commits crimes because he's trying to find a way to bring Nora back. So, like, after he kills the mob, then it's like, I'm going to rob this bank, but I don't want it for, like, <laughs> anything other than I want to bring my wife back. And if you try to stop me, I will fucking kill you. Um, uh, so him and Batman butt heads all the time after this incident because Batman obviously can't let people get hurt, and he can't let Freeze hurt people, and Freeze has to bring his wife back. So is Freeze's skin blue? Uh, I believe it's either white or blue. It depends on what canon style Does, you're going uh, with. Are you, so, and everyone that he goes against, he sees as evil, like Batman, the mob, are evil to him, right? I don't think he sees Batman as evil. I think it's just more he sees Batman as a fucking nuisance because he just wants to continue to bring Nora back, but... You know, he keeps trying to stop him. So he's a fucking nuisance. The mob, on the other hand, he murdered because Do, he, you killed my fucking wife. Does his skin glow blue because evil's nearby? Is he elvish made? Frodo, is it your sword? Yeah, no, it's not my sword, guys. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> over here working on my truck. I don't know anything about no sword over here. <laughs> I love your Jeremy voice because it sounds nothing like Jeremy. That's the point. <laughs> the point is that it sounds nothing like him. The point so any, is it any of you that are friends with Jeremy, you know that's what he sounds like. I hope that brings a laugh. I think the people who are listening can hear that Jeremy doesn't sound like that. Yes, I do not sound like that. I do not sound like that. <laughs> You're like a fucking child. <laughs> so who's our next? Uh, who's a uh, Shall we pull up that erroneous YouTube video? Shall we pull up that one YouTube video that I wasn't in because I was out blowing people? And I just gotta go work on my truck, guys. I'll be back. <laughs> well, folks, you heard it here live from Oddcast Studios. 
where Jared has confirmed he spent his childhood blowing people. Back to you, Anthony. Where's my offer? <sighs> I've known Before you. we get into Poison <laughs> Ivy, we have an interruption in our broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being told now that we have some shows that we'd like to tell you about in the middle of the show here because otherwise we tend to forget about shit. And uh, then I feel really bad because yeah. it's really hard to just edit it around without making it all sound weird. Shout out to my pal Palamation on YouTube. Check him out. Not quite what I meant, but all right, I'll let that one fly. <laughs> if he's shout a fan of the my show, boss. I'll let that one fly. Well, shout out to my boss if we're doing shout outs right now for cussing me out for the last bracket. Yes, folks, that's right. My own boss cussed me out for the fact that Rachel Ghoul lost to Bang after he brought up a very logical point. At one point in time, Rachel Ghoul did save Bang and then trained him. Uh, yes. I'm glad to see we made some sort of agreement here. I'd, I'd like to think that if you didn't suck so much dick, Frodo, I'd actually be on your side. <laughs> Jared, what's Oh, wow, thank you, about? Bane. <laughs> Says the man moments ago who just confirmed he was out blowing people. I just wanted to flick it from my hip. I got to work in my trick. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Let me drink my bud. Do you even have a truck? Yeah. Me? So do yeah, I. Yeah, I have two. Hey, guys. You Jamie here. Here to vlog again. You're here to tell you. I got two trucks, guys. Count them once. <laughs> anyway, um, so shout-out-wise, <clears throat> indeed, thank you to Jeremy's boss uh, for giving your input. Um, and to Jeremy and you, sir. Hashtag, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, also, you know, in a shout-out way like that, uh, Jeremy, I think your friend deserves a shout-out. Frank Kara there. I believe she deserves a shout-out. Just for the fact that I've, I've noticed uh, you sharing out the posts and liking and whatnot. I appreciate it, you know, and, you know, spreading word out. So thank you very much for that one. It's very much appreciated. Um, but also to Seth, uh, our good friend Seth, who's not here today, unfortunately. Uh, but thank you to Seth uh, just for, you know, keeping your comments coming about how things turn out and giving us your feedback. I appreciate it. Um, and to all the rest of you, if you would like, you can send us an email to oddcastmedia at gmail.com about this show. Um, and we have other emails for other shows, uh, you know. So you'll know more about those when those come up. Uh, but we do have other shows, guys, that I do want to bring up. Uh, number one is Anthony. Uh, Anthony runs a fantastic show that I love being a part of, uh, which is CLT Sandwich, uh, where Anthony covers over exactly for the namesake. Anthony, what's the namesake? Cryptids, Legends, and Tall Tales. Indeed. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we've covered a lot of crazy things. Uh, the newest episode is all about Titans and, uh, you know, the Greek gods. Titan on So Mikey. go check that out. So go check that one out. Uh, also, because Mike keeps giving us the shout-out, um, I want to put it in right now so everyone knows. Uh, go check out The Worst Nostalgia Trip Ever Taken. Because uh, that's run by Anthony's fiance Heather, uh, and her brother Michael. They are fantastic together. Uh, I've been listening to every episode. Um, it's really become a guilty pleasure of mine. Because I, I tend not to listen to the shows that we make. Because most of them I have some kind of hand in, and I don't like the sound of myself. 
But with Michael, both of them doing it, I absolutely Jared, fucking love it. For those who don't know, what do they do? Especially Jeremy over here snickering to himself. But I was getting to that. I'm just saying they have a great, they're fucking great chemistry together when they do the show, and it's a nonstop laugh time. Uh, they go back and watch uh, a very shitty TV series that was on when we were kids, guys. Uh, currently, they're watching uh, all of Big Bad Beetleborgs oh and breaking God. it down two episodes at a time. And let me tell you, they are fucking fantastic doing that show. <laughs> I just gotta say, I have a guest spot on there midway through through uh, Beetleborg Metallics, and I've refused to watch a single episode. <laughs> I actually watched the two that they just covered, and I even told Mike, I was like, I have a whole list of things that I think you guys are going to bring up. <laughs> so it's like, it's, like, they've got me hooked. Now I kind of want to just, like, watch an episode and be like, whatever they're going to bring up this dumb point. I know, I know this fucking thing is going to get brought I know up. it's coming after Big Bad Beetlecasts. I know, but I can't say. Or else uh, Indeed, um, Heather would castrate me. We don't want that. Uh, but no, go yeah, check them out. certainly your boyfriend um, doesn't. It's a fantastic um, little show. For those of you who don't know what Be Bad Beetleborgs is, I highly recommend the show. It it's on is Netflix. like Power Rangers on a shit ton of acid. <laughs> Not even, Jeremy. It is so sh- I mean, so, flabber. Michael gave me... Uh, there's a bonus episode on our Patreon.com slash podcast uh, that I did with Mike, and he broke down the history of these things. Beetleborgs oh. was supposed to have the guy who played the green Power Ranger. Tommy was supposed to be... Something that they did with that show, and then they were like, okay, no, we're not going to use you for this. We're actually going to start this other show. We want you over here, but we still want to use this one that Japan has. But they didn't have any fucking footage. Power Rangers worked because they had enough Japanese footage to actually use the fight scenes. But with Beetleborgs, they ran out of it, not even done with the season one. So you can tell when it's them doing really shitty camera work. And when it's super, super grainy, it's what they were able to get from Japan, and it's so fucking bad. Oh, yeah. Who thought, so you know, bad. Power Rangers, teens with attitudes, let's replace it with annoying fucking kids. Yeah, they're like 12-year-old kids. It's so bad. The one episode I can't get out of my head is the very first episode when they actually walk into the decrepit mansion. You, Jeremy, you need to go listen to that show. <laughs> that series is so bad. Uh, anyway, I do. Uh, go check it out. Worst nostalgia trip ever taken. Uh, thank you, Michael, because I appreciate your shoutouts, and uh, you know I love the show. And um, we're here to announce Jeremy's new show, Military Minutes with the Jer Bear. Military Minutes, there ain't shit with me. All right, all right, I, fine. I I'll, 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 I'll tell you guys. He's about making the shit up as we go. So. My day started off with it's classified, <laughs> and then it continued on with it's classified. Um, then, oh my god, classified! Th- this guy—he literally walked in and he started going. You know, this is Captain Classified. <laughs> all right, we get it, Jeremy. It's just all—we we can't talk about you. No, 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 no. It's even better. Because it finished off. Anthony, with, you've got him going. Sensitive this is information I cannot tell you under this act. Yep. So uh, who's uh, Mr. Freeze going against? God damn it, Anthony! We have one more thing we have to bring up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. 
StitcherPremium.com. We all know it. You all know what to do. I bring it up every episode. I'm just going to keep bringing it up because it's something that I, you know, I agreed to do sponsorship, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my end of it, even though it's for, like, ever. Um, so, but yeah, that's something, you know, StitcherPremium.com. Use promo code Outcast. You all know it. Uh, but anyway, moving on. <clears throat> oh, go check out those shows, by the way. Uh, so, Poison Ivy. Poison so, Poison Ivy. Uh, Pamela Lillian Ivy. Uh, she was in Batman number 181, June of 1966, and she's a beautiful lady. Uh, Pamela grew up uh, with affection with affectionless parents. Uh, so Haven't she grew... we all? Yeah, I mean, like, her parents were, like, drug addict, like, never home bad parents. Uh, so she ended up getting into gardening, and she started to really like plants, because even though her parents were never there, at least the plants were. Um so she ends up going to college. Uh, she advances in biology and botany. So, you know, because she likes plants. So, obviously. Uh, she's uh, She ends up... Uh, <laughs> she seduces her professor. Um, you know, she's like, oh, you're kind of hot. So they start dating. But then you find out that the professor is actually doing his own experiment. Uh, he's slowly injecting her with a serum that he's making for his own little thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, first off, can I just ask, like, what kind of dude is just like, oh, man, there's a super hot chick. Man, she's perfect for this experiment that might fucking kill her. Like, oh, dude, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to keep injecting this bitch. <laughs> I'm already br- kind of breaking the rules by banging a student. But, uh... I mean, what's the what's a felony charge on top of it? I mean, to be fair, this is a caption mostly done by Pornhub. <laughs> this is true. This is a bad porn hub. Uh, so, <laughs> so, with, so with this, uh, she almost dies twice. Um, and in this, she actually she begins to transform. Uh, she starts to to get a more green hue. <laughs> she starts to become more plant like, and she, you know things start to become more noticeable when she's in the sunlight. She starts feeling more energetic. When she's not, she feels dead. So things start to change. Uh, the professor. Uh, he gets in trouble for sleeping with a student to begin with, uh, so he just bails. <laughs> he just he's just gone. Uh, while Pamela tries to move on, uh, she ends up leaving Seattle where she attends college. Uh, after this, uh, her boyfriend that she has at the time dies uh, in a car crash because a strange fungus started growing on him, and they they and uh, you know he ended up crashing, killing himself. Uh, because of this, she ends up going to Gotham. Um, and she learns that she was the one that made the weird fungus. No. So she, she arrives in Gotham and threatens to release her spores all over the all over the entire city. Um, and she starts fighting Batman, who's newly Batman. Like at the time this happened, he wasn't Batman very long. And all of a sudden, there's this bitch who's just poison, who's threatening to poison people, and she's like part plant or some shit. Like, she can't Batman's just put her like twenty six. She can't like, put her spores on everyone. No means no, Pamela Ivy. <laughs> like, like here's the, like Batman had fought dudes that were kind of normal. Like you had like people like Riddler and Scarecrow, where they're like they're just dudes. Normal. Probably forgot how to handle them. But then here comes this bitch that's literally a plant, <laughs> and you're not Batman very long. You, the, you don't know what the hell you're doing. The, <laughs> the fists of justice are unisex. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <clears throat> so after this, um, Batman, um, you know, he defeats her. Because he's Batman, you know, it's just how the hero story goes. 
Uh, but after she's locked up, he ends up uh, building an immunity to her little spores and toxins uh, because not poison ivy. Lips. Not only is she able to control plants, uh, she it, like literally has control over plants. It, it could be a seed; she can just make it do what she wants it to do. That's what she can. Um, but she also can kiss people, and by doing so, she has a toxin on her lips that you become infatuated with her. Uh, you end up dying eventually, I, being under her control. I remember but, this: the rubber lips, only way to prevent it. We are not bringing up Batman and Robin plot <laughs> points. <laughs> the back card. <laughs> they gave they they gave Batman and Robin nipples, <laughs> but not Batgirl, <laughs> and I will never forgive them for that. <sighs> so, anyway, uh, he ends up uh, he he makes an antidote so he can always be prepared for whenever she goes to attack. Uh, because of this, she becomes fucking infatuated with him. It's like because everyone else be, can be seduced by her plants or she can gain control of people with her mind controlling pheromones, but Batman is immune to it. So she goes out of her way to fuck with Batman because this dude is immune to the plants. Like he might be the only person ever that I can actually have an interaction with that doesn't immediately die because they're around my shit. Um so they they have a constant on and off thing going on where like one minute she's nice and then she's not it's a whole thing with them, uh, but she just kind of infatuated with it because he's the only person to become immune to her shit. Uh, but that's Poison Ivy. Uh, so Poison Ivy or Mr. Freeze. Both of them have just tragic stories of... Rubber lips are immune to your charms. Rubber lips are immune to your charms. <laughs> that movie's so... They made Bane a bitch. They made him stupid. Uh, my yeah, vote they is made him a roaring monster that was made by Ivy for no reason. Uh, my vote is going to go to Freeze. Freeze? Yeah. I mean, he's not like a bad... <sighs> he's in a weird gray area when it comes to villainy, but I like his he background. Is. I like his powers. I like that he's not just like being evil to be evil. There's... He's... There's a joke in the Harley Quinn show with Mr. Freeze that is perfect. <clears throat> all the villains are gathered together, and Freeze shows up. And they're all talking about how they need to band together because they're all villains. And Mr. Freeze, <laughs> I'm actually not really a villain at all. I don't use goons and things. How do you fund your experiments again? Robbing banks. And what happens when you rob the bank? I fight Batman. I see your point. I'm a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see your point. Yeah, so Freeze has mine, because, I mean, not to mention, the pun master has to bow down to the teacher. Pun master. Yeah, I'm pun believable. Hey, look. All right, Jeremy. A billion dollars per pun? Come on now. That's worth the pun. I agree, right, Jeremy. Poison Ivy or Mr. Freeze? Um, statistically breaking it down, if they were going head-to-head against each other with their current assets and their abilities, I believe Mr. Freeze would be able to win. Not to mention Ice kills plants. Yep. Well, they don't kill him. They put him into a dormant sleep. All right, so Mr. Freeze will move on. Sorry, Ivy. Who is your vote, Jared? <clears throat> Um, I probably would have voted Ivy. Can't um, bang her. She's not real. 
not for that. But no, like, Ivy is an interesting enough thing, especially, like, because she can control plants, and, like, whenever she does, she always ends up mutating them. Like, a little innocent plant, she'll turn into, like, a giant fucking Venus flytrap thing that's eating people. Like, she can... More like kinda penis flytrap. Be- <laughs> uh, 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 penis joke. Uh, so- <laughs> Dude, I got two inches of jokes. Hey, two inches does a lot of damage at a thousand miles per hour. <laughs> Jeremy, that shouldn't be the saying that you use. I actually used it as a pickup <laughs> line once. I'm just once. gonna point that out. I shouldn't have to. I've actually... I've actually used it as a pickup line. Of course once, you have. And it worked. I mean... Okay, so Mr. Freeze moves on. Uh, that leaves um, just a few... Uh, just two more here. Uh, two more uh, lineups. <clears throat> um, which would you guys... Um, do you guys want the more Batman-esque people? Or the... One of the characters that I liked a lot when I was reading about it, and two, and the other one that's a okay. Here's okay. The 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 the, the I'm trying to figure out how to word this. The last bracket lineup I added. It's a two for both of them are two for one, but they count as one because they go together. Um, or do you want the the two Batman esque type villains? So how about we save. The two for one. Okay, so you want you want for last because it's still a surprise to everybody, and we go with the Batman S ones because okay. I'm pretty sure you've already put those ones out there. Um, I did on when all I of our to social guys, media, but not on the show. They're a surprise, so shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so we'll go with the surprise Anthony, last, and then we'll go with the Batman S. <laughs> Nobody first. else can see you, but I can. <laughs> he's copying he's miming what I'm saying without actually saying it I mean to be fair he's doing a fantastic job if I cover up your screen it looks <laughs> like it's coming from him and he's actually talking it's just got that like little Japanese lag when it's got a voiceover in English it's got that little lag if only I had a million dollars yeah that's what I thought <laughs> man that's some laggy ass man i would hate that's watching like, that movie that's like early early anime like super early anime okay so anyway <clears throat> so you guys want to go with that one so uh this will be prometheus going against and bob Cushioner. uh so bob we're gonna the start we're gonna start with electrocutioner um there's Three of them, uh, and I included all three because two of them were just really, really fucking short. Um, it's like the first one was the only one that kind of really seemed to have anything to it. Anyway, uh, so you have Buczynski. Uh, the second one didn't. They never found out his name. He was an unnamed version. Uh, and then there's Lester. So they all came out respectively. Uh, Batman 331, 1981. Uh, Detective Comics 626 and 91. And Detective Comics... Uh, 644 of 92. If you guys could just stop being <laughs> dumbasses <laughs> so I could focus on the fucking notes I have in front of me. So, Buczynski, um, God damn it, guys. So, Buczynski was an elect- a war in electric suit using, um, basically, he, he was really skilled in electric, uh, like, electric, Oh, god damn. 
I can't see you guys, but I know you're fucking around. <laughs> and Anthony's gone. Is the word Anthony's you're looking for gone. electricity? Oh my god, Anthony is please belly dancing no. on camera. Oh, please, god, no, no. <laughs> the, the bear has the come fuck? home. My boss wants to listen to this episode, and I guarantee you he's already going to give me hell. Oh, your boss is going to fire you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. You associate with. Hey, Mr. Uh, Jeremy's no, so, boss, we love you. So, Baczynski was an electric suit using vigilante uh, who runs afoul of Batman multiple times uh, because he uses lethal means of justice. Uh, so, you know, in other words, Batman doesn't kill anyone. Uh, Electrocutioner was going around killing people with his electrical suit. Um, on the third encounter that he has with Batman, he falls into a river, uh, which, <laughs> fun fact, electricity and water don't mix, so no, he didn't don't. make it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have the perfect suit. I am fully electricity. Oh, <laughs> no, my only weakness, water. I didn't insulate my suit for some reason. <laughs> I didn't insulate my suit. I'll write that one down. <laughs> Uh, so the one that was unnamed, um, he had a rigged con- he was a rigged costume vigilante, uh, much like the first attempt, uh, the first electrocutioner, uh, and again fought Batman uh, for the same exact reasons, which was the lethal approach. Now the third one is the one that we are going to focus on because after these two, uh, the third electrocutioner, Mister Lester, uh, he ends up getting a suit, uh, the electrocutioner suit, right, uh, and he starts on. At first, he starts off like those before him. Tries to be a vigilante. Doesn't really like it. He ends up turning to mercenary work with the powered costume instead. Um, later in his career, he actually almost kills Speedy, uh, Green Arrow's uh, sidekick. Uh, but he ends up getting stopped. Um, <clears throat> he gets stopped. Uh, Speedy wants to kill him. He's like, no, this dude almost killed me. Like, let me finish him. Green Arrow's like, no, no, you, that's not the way this works. Like, you gotta send him to jail. It's the way we do things. He does. Um, this doesn't really work out very well, though. Um, because, you see, um, Speedy was so beat up, they end up putting him in a coma, basically. Like, hey, you gotta heal. Like, you're fucked up. He gets out of his coma. Speedy immediately goes to prison and kills Lester. Just murders him in his jail cell for what he did. Uh, and Green Arrow uh, was not able to stop him. Uh, so, in other words, they're all dead. All of them were murdered either by themselves because for some reason you didn't make your suit not be able to kill you, um, or you're murdered by a sidekick. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all three of them uh, were murdered uh, by heroes, either intentionally or unintentionally. Now, Prometheus. This one is the really long one, so you're gonna, everyone's going to have to bear with me on this. There was a lot of fucking information. Don't worry, I'll get my porn up on my phone. So Prometheus, uh, his real name, real name Kirk Calhoun, or there was a second one that was unnamed. Uh, now, first appeared in Blue Beetle number three in August of 1986. Uh, the unnamed version uh, was in New Year's Evil Prometheus uh, in 1998. <clears throat> now, Kirk Calhoun first appeared working with Doctor Alchemy, robbing Cord Tech, uh, owned by Ted Cord. Cord Tech. Uh, there, uh, he's apprehended by Blue Beetle and sent to jail. Here, Calhoun makes a deal with Blue Beetle to track down the villain Calculator. Um, within this story, uh, he ends up saving Ted Cord from a factory accident, uh, but ends up getting covered himself, um, in a experimental metal called Prometheum. Uh, <laughs> this 
Um, this, you know, coats him, uh, and then another villain that's at the scene, uh, Mento, uh, makes it a permanent shell on him, so he'll never be able to get it off, he, you know, it hardens it on him. Uh, because of this, uh, he kind of, he kind of loses his shit, and he ends up going on a crime spree. Um, a neat little fact about this is when he had, sorry, when he had the metal body, he could heat the temperature of his body several hundred degrees. So he could just make himself burning fucking hot. Um, that's, uh, that was that Prometheus. <clears throat> well, I mean, to be fair, <clears throat> every woman would probably want him because they'll never be cold again. <laughs> now, the <laughs> unnamed <laughs> version is my favorite version of this character. And I hope you guys will appreciate this one as much as I did reading it because holy fucking shit, this one was awesome. <clears throat> so the second Prometheus... Uh, was an unnamed polar negative of Batman. Uh, his parents are serial murderers or big-time criminals, depending on which origin you decide to go with, uh, who get gunned down by police in front of them at a young age. Uh, this traumatizes and changes the young boy, so he takes on the mindset, the mindset of that all law is evil and that heroes are evil and they aren't supposed to exist. Uh, the complete opposite of how Batman grew up. I've heard of this guy before. Yeah. Uh, he joins a monastery, much like Bruce Wayne did, uh, learning, tex- uh, learning techniques that he uses on his journeys. Um, but while he's studying at this monastery, he finds out that what they're actually worshipping is a giant-ass spaceship that was underneath the monastery. <clears throat> did anyone else hear that, or was it, was it just a million... Uh, no, I heard it too. Sure. <laughs> it sounded like like running water. It was like a like running water. Jeremy, are you pissing into a bottle right now? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so once he enters a spaceship, uh, he finds a specialized armor and helmet. Uh, so he dons it, becomes Prometheus. Uh, with the armor and he- uh, armor and helmet that he finds, he's able to travel to what they call the ghost dimension, which is like a world between worlds kind of thing. Um, he uses this to capture and kill the hero Retro, who had just been honored with the uh, he had just been honored with being able to join the Justice League of America for a day. Uh, he sucks him into the ghost dimension and murders him and assumes his identity. And he's like, "I'm gonna be Retro. I'm gonna infiltrate the Justice League." Um, <clears throat> He does this exactly like a polar opposite of Batman you would expect him to do, and it was fucking amazing reading it. Everyone, I'm going to let you know now, this is going to get really long, might get a little confusing, do my best to help at the end. <clears throat> so, he copies the young man's mannerisms and speech with his new helmet, and the plan works completely as it should. He joins the Justice League of America and slowly defeats... <clears throat> sorry, he slowly defeats all the members of the Justice League. Uh, while while he's getting a tour of the building, uh, he's able to shoot Martian Manhunter with a poison dart that negates his ability to control his forms, thus making him fucking useless. He then beats Batman senseless with downloaded fighting codexes that a courtesy of the new suit and ship that he had found, uh, so beats Batman to near death. Then... <laughs> He then traps uh, Zaria, uh, <clears throat> sorry Zariel, into the ghost dimension where he was, uh, so that they, you know they're not a problem anymore. They can't get out. 
and then uses his neural network abilities to weaken Green Lantern's will mentally. Then tricks Flash into believing that he's laid bombs all over the building, that if he goes too fast, everyone will die and the building will go sky high. So, Flash is useless. He can't go anywhere. But once he gets to the very end, he succumbs to Superman uh, because he gives him an ultimatum. And what Kill is that? yourself or everyone here will die. I don't have a countermeasure for you. Uh, which almost works. Uh, Superman almost does do this because he's like, well, if I don't, the bombs will go off and everyone will die and he'll win. He'll get what he wants. But then they find out that the bombs are fake. He didn't actually have them. It was just a clever ruse to keep Flash at bay because, you know, superhuman speed, really hard to top that if you're just a guy. Um, so because yeah. of this, uh, they go to capture him, but he flees to the ghost dimension uh, where he's continued to be a nuisance. Um, but I absolutely fucking loved this. Um, there was way more in this than what I wanted. There was so, so much. He, like, <clears throat> he single-handedly defeats the Justice League. The only person he didn't have anything for was Superman, uh, which is fair. I mean, the only thing you could really do is Kryptonite, but if you can't get any, then what the fuck are you supposed to do against that? But everyone else he figured out how to get rid of. Like, Martian Manhunter? Oh, what does he do? Shave shift? Well, I, I mean, I'm just going to use this thing, and it, he, he'll be fucking useless. He'll be on the floor, can't control his shape. Oh, Flash? I'll just tell him that there's bombs. He can't run and stop me or he'll kill everyone. Batman? I'll just beat I'll just beat him senseless. Like, I, I've got this. Like, single-handedly defeated everybody. Secretly getting in there without anyone knowing he was a villain. And, and then it's just Superman. Which is exactly how Batman does it. Uh, you know, he keeps a catalog of what everyone's weakness is or what their backstory is. If there's anything he can use to his advantage, he always has the upper hand on people. And that's exactly what he did. He just... Went down the list of, okay, what are you weak to? What are you weak to? Okay, that's all I need to know, and you're all done now. Uh, so that's him. So Prometheus um, or Electrocutioner? Well, originally I was going to vote for Electrocutioner just because of the boss fight in Batman Arkham Origins. But... You're, learning about Prometheus really made me appreciate him, so I'm going to say Prometheus. Am I right? Yeah, no, you're right. Right? You're right, boy. He grew up the complete opposite of Batman and just ended up doing the same things but became evil instead. And then beat Batman senseless. <laughs> I know how to fight you. You don't know how to fight me. Which was Batman. It was the Captain America fight scene from Endgame, but it was just Batman and that, some dude who vaguely looks like Batman. That is Gotham's ass. Oh man, which one's Batman? The guy in a bat suit or the dude who kind of looks like he's I in mean, a bat I mean, I looked up Prometheus just to get a, a gander, and he looks like knockoff Batman. Hmm? Like. He does indeed. Uh, if you want uh, so, Yeah, let me share this so Jeremy can uh, see this knockoff so you can see Bro Prometheus. Yeah, that looks like Junkyard <laughs> Batman. Yeah, like if Batman wasn't a million yeah. billionaire, that's what he would make a suit out of. Yeah. Yeah, go to the one on the left. Uh, down. Over. And Okay, so that, that one. one right there, he looks like fucking Robo. <laughs> <laughs> He's Robo. This Cow. one here. God, There's what's the old that school fucking one. movie? I'm yeah, that's the that's original the one, one. He's covered in the metal. Uh, but then the one that beat the Justice League is the other one. 
Yeah. I love his fucking big-ass nightstick he has. Yeah, what the fuck is he doing? Playing baseball with that, then going and beating up people? <laughs> yeah, you know, shit happens. That literally looks like something that you would get off a of bad dragon. All right, so... <clears throat> <laughs> Jeremy, are you voting sponsor, electrocutioner by the way. or are you voting uh, <laughs> Prometheus? Hmm. You can see where his hair is getting thinner right there. See right on the edge. <laughs> That's such a mean thing to say. Oh, we gotta be careful here. He's getting right angry. <laughs> you never insult a Jeremy in the wild. <laughs> You're like a tiger. <laughs> Meow! <clears throat> I'm gonna try to stick my finger up his ass. See if it gets even madder. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a South Park joke. If you haven't seen it, go check season two. <laughs> <laughs> they make a whole Steve Irwin joke with that. <laughs> oh, oh that's a deadly rattlesnake. I'm gonna stick my finger up its ass and see what happens. <laughs> oh, he's right angry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's just about Steve Irwin. <laughs> it was a running episode joke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, Jeremy, who are you voting for? Well... If you look at it, breaking it down, both one-on-one, going head-to-head, Prometheus would come out. He would. He really would. It was really hard trying to figure out, because there was one character specifically I would have pitted him against, but I I wanted to use the other one as a wild card, uh, which we'll get to by the end, Um, because they're essentially the same character, just with tweaks to the story. Um but yeah. Uh, but that brings us to uh, the last of the like the main uh, lineups here, guys. Uh, which is the surprise one that I brought up because I realized that I had forgotten to include these characters, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Banana. But it works <clears throat> out because this bracket is perfect for uh, at least one of them. <clears throat> perfect in no way. So we're gonna start wow. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yes, it's a two-character that go together because they literally don't come one at a time. They're always together. So Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Real names, Dumfree and Deaver Tweed. First uh, first appearance was Detective Comics number 74, April of 1943. Old school. So these are like some OG villains that Batman had. Uh, and they're, for their namesake and whatnot, uh, they are literally balls with legs and feet. That is their whole thing. Um, now, the original versions, they weren't super-powered at all. Um, but then when they did the whole New 52 Rebirth, where they were rewriting characters, uh, they gave them resilience and some superhuman strength. Uh, but essentially, they roll like a ball. That is their whole thing, <laughs> is they roll like a ball at people. Uh, so originally, they were the Tweed Cousins. Uh, and they were resemblance uh, and literal representation for the fictional characters of their namesake, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, from Through the Looking Glass. Uh, although they do end up uh, committing robberies and crimes, uh, they prefer not to fight Batman. They prefer to hire goons to fight because they're like, why, why am I going to do that? Like, that's, that's bullshit work. 
fuck that. Like, we masterminded it. You guys fucking fight the crazy guy in a bad suit. I ain't not doing that. Um, and because there's the two of them, they are identical. <laughs> like, they look exactly alike. So they will use that to their advantage. They'll make somebody think that there's only one of them. In reality, the other one is just lurking behind, waiting to strike. <clears throat> I mean... Because they look alike, you can't tell them apart. Not to mention, they're fucking, like... They're little ball men. They can't really do much. Um, now, as much as they do use their own goons, uh, a lot of the time you'll see them as henchmen for the Joker. Uh, Joker will hire them out to fuck around with Batman, uh, so that's where they usually appear. Um, on their own, they, as I said, they prefer to hire their own goons. Um, they've also been hired uh, by Mad Hatter. Uh, that was someone else that they worked with. Uh, Mad Shocking. Hatter would put his little... Well, yeah, he would, he would put his little hypnotizing gizmo on him. And he'd be like, my own Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Like, I need those. So they'd work for him. Uh, and if not him, then they work for Joker. Um, <clears throat> but later on, uh, as I said, with the new, 52, the new 52 they did where they rechanged characters' backstories, uh, they're changed. Instead of being cousins, uh, they're turned into brothers. Um, one fun fact when they were cousins, though, um, Tweedle, I believe it's Tweedledum... Uh, gets shot in the head by somebody, and then it, you find out he had, like, a twin brother that's exactly like him, so it <laughs> didn't really matter. But then they rewrote it that they were brothers the whole time anyway, so, I, you know. <clears throat> uh, but that's Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Um, they're really simple characters, uh, but they're just one of those people that, like, they go on their own sometimes, but a lot of times they're they're getting used by either Joker or Mad Hatter. One of the two. Uh, now, the other person that they're going against... This is another case of there were multiple versions of this character, but quite honestly, with this one specifically, the only one that fucking matters is the original one, because everyone else just steps in when the two of them are separated. But whenever they're but because they're almost never separated, they're always together. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Ventriloquist. And I'm talking the original Arnold Wesker and his little puppet Scarface. Uh, first appeared in Detective Comics 583 in February of 1988. Uh, Wesker has two origin stories, uh, once again, just depending on which one you'd rather go with. Um, but whether he was scarred by watching his mother be murdered by thugs at a young age, or that he kills two men in a bar fight by accident, either way, he ends up having a psychotic break and ends up getting himself sent to Blackgate Prison, where his cellmate, Donegan, carves up a wooden puppet out of the jail cell gallows that nobody's using anymore. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> so the puppet's name wasn't originally Scarface. I didn't write down the name because I was like, okay, it's, it's a puppet. Because immediately once Wesker got the puppet, the puppet began to give him commands. Which turned into, we gotta kill, <laughs> we, we gotta kill Nanigans. Yeah, yeah, see? That's literally Scarface. It was modeled after Al Capone's character with the same namesake. Uh, but anyway, kills, uh, commands, uh, kind of convinces him to kill Donegan. So he does, and then they escape. Um, by the way, uh, I got his name. Oh, thank you. Uh, Woody. Yes, thank you. I, I knew it was something punny like that. Uh, but yeah, it was originally Woody. Uh, but when he's going to kill Donegan, uh, Scarface, the doll, gets the scarring that you'll see on him anywhere else. That's where he gets it from is that initial accident. Uh, and the puppet changes identity. It becomes Scarface. Um, with this, they go on a crime spree. Uh, they're robbing banks like old school mobsters. They're doing their whole thing. 
Uh, the entire time, Wesker is not in control. That is the first thing to get out of the way with this character. Wesker does not make any actions. Scarface does all the talking and even verbally and physically abuses Wesker if he refuses to make an order that he gave him. Uh, originally, it was thought that Wesker was just using the puppet. You know, like he had a mental break. He's become the puppet. Like, okay. Uh, it's later hinted at and kind of yet not really confirmed that it's actually possessed by the spirit of a dead old 1930s gangster yeah. uh, who was uh, who was buried at the prison who possessed the doll and hence why the doll can do its own thing. Um, fun fact, though, guys. How do you pronounce Batman? Batman. Batman. Yeah, Gatman. And Roggin. Gatman and Roggin. He can't pronounce bees. They are instead G's. He's my well, new favorite um, little fucking character. <laughs> oh, that well, that would make sense because Buzz body, is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that rascally gun gunny. Yeah. <laughs> he can't pronounce bees. <laughs> so he calls him Gatman. I guess the cat has his tongue. Uh, anyway, and I guess that's why Buzz isn't around. Sorry. Uh, so over the years, the duos fought Batman and Robin, uh, and even Nightwing, numerous fucking times. Um, and every time they end up separating the two, uh, there's uh, there's two or three other ventriloquists, uh, but it's just because Scarface has been taken away from Wesker, and Scarface has a mind of his own, so he finds somebody to help do his bidding for him because he's just a fucking puppet. He needs somebody to do stuff for him. Uh, so that's where we've gotten a few others. We mentioned one of them uh, in an earlier bracket. Um, if I remember correctly, it was um, not Black Mask. Um, Hush. Uh, Hush dated uh, Peyton. Yep. And she was the that. second bench. Uh, she was a second or third ventriloquist, and that was at a time where Wesker was in prison and Scarface wasn't. Uh, so Scarface just found somebody to to use for the time being. Uh, which actually brings up a fun little tidbit here. Uh, at one point when they were locked up, uh, Wesker couldn't take it, not having Scarface, so he made a sock puppet that he named Sako. Uh, and Sako did the same exact thing the Scarface did, verbally and physically beat the shit out of him to make him do things. <laughs> but what, was that one actually him? Nobody fucking knows, because Scarface has been known to do things on his own without Wesker doing it, but Sako was just a sock puppet. But it was the same thing happening, so nobody really knows. Um, but uh, he's also had turf wars with the Riddler and Penguin, um, the you know rival gang stuff. Um, but here's the thing: so he's when Scarface puppet. was brought back to Wesker, him and Sako fucking hated each other. So they shot each other, which left Wesker with two wounded hands <laughs> because two puppets had just shot each other. I'm not even making that up. That is literally what happened. He shot his hands. So, so. All right. Well, this has been a fun uh, time. I'm just going to. All right. Oh, well, Anthony. Anthony left. Anthony has left the building, people. Oh, uh, no. So that's uh, that's uh, uh, Ventriloquist. Uh, but yeah, Scarface kind of moves himself. Uh, there's been numerous occasions where, like, Wesker's not even around Scarface and his hands and he talks by himself. So they know that he, there's more than just a man using it. Uh, there's some kind of supernatural element. Uh, so it's hinted that there's a mobster spirit that commands Scarface. And that's why Wesker can't break its control. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, ventriloquist or Humpty Dumpty? Or sorry, not Humpty Dumpty. Um, <laughs> Tweedledum, Tweedledee. I hate them both. Now more than ever. After you explain, you hate them. both of these characters. <laughs> I hate I the love idea ventriloquist. of them. He's honestly one of my new favorites. <laughs> He's so good. I'm gonna vote for ventriloquist, but no, I'm not happy about it. One are egg boys, one's a mob boss. I'm, I'm not happy about it, but Vantriloquist has my vote. All right, Jeremy? Jeremy, who are you voting for? It's time for me to be the tiebreaker. It is. It's your turn, Jared. Uh, I'm voting Vantriloquist, so we don't even need you to be the tiebreaker. I've already said I love this character. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be in there. Uh, I, okay, so now we're going to get into the final part of this. Uh, Automatopoeia or Humpty Dumpty? Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Really? You're you're picking Look, Humpty Jared, Dumpty over Automatopoeia. Right yes. yes. The dude who purposely goes out of his way to kill people versus the okay whatever. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty made a walking turret. Humpty. I mean, he makes a lot of things. Just, I get your point, though. He fixes things, Jared. Here's a tough He's one, guys. Useful, Mister Freeze or Prometheus? Oh that God, one is a tough this one. is going to be hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this show not as Jared. easy as you all thought? Jared, who do you want? I'm sorry that I'm the one who. And when he's wrong, guys. Jared, you're stalling. Who's your vote? For what, Mr. Freeze? I'm going Prometheus. Like I love Mr. Freeze, but Prometheus single-handedly took down the Justice League. The only man he didn't was Superman. But again, like he didn't have time to prep. That was like all on the fly, learning what people's weakness shit was. Of just like, I'm gonna take this guy's place. Okay, what does he know? All right, that's what I'm gonna do. And he just didn't have. A thing for Superman, which I can't blame him. It's why I don't like Superman. It's because he's a fucking overpowered hero. Like, he doesn't have a fucking weakness. And even when he does, he just fucking write it away. I'm gonna go on a rant about goddamn Superman, so I'm going Prometheus. Fuck Superman. Anyone who likes him, I don't hate you. I hate Superman. I like Superman. I hate your love of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Bane of my existence. So, Jeremy? Anthony, who are you voting for here? Mr. Freeze or Prometheus? It's the age of Prometheus. You know it's true. (laughs) This is actually really fucking hard. It really is. Because one guy is, you know, was a great fucking villain, but the other guy is like a super tragic and has a great story behind him. Mr. Freeze has honestly probably one of the best villain origins of Batman's whole catalog. Because I mean, like he never I'm wanted sorry. to be bad. He just they fucking murdered his wife. Like, what choice did he have at that point? Well, I'm sorry, um, but I'm both- gonna have to vote Mr. Freeze. I believe right. Mr. Freeze will be able to win against Prometheus in a head-to-head collision battle. I, all right, I I'm going to agree with. Jeremy, actually. 
Um, wow. It's it's not that. What? Like Prometheus, he's a great he's a great villain. He is. It's just when I when I think about like the stories, Mister Freeze, he's got an awesome, the awesomest like villain origin anyone can have. Yes. Okay. I mean, I will say that if they go head to head, it's going to be a very close call. Yeah. Especially with the one that could heat up his metal body. If it's that one, it's going to be a very close call. If it's the other one, he's going to have to make countermeasures against Mr. Freeze. But I mean, you can make countermeasures against the cold. But I, I believe Mr. Freeze will come out yeah, on top. It'll he's smart. I man. have to believe that Mr. Freeze it'll will come, come down out to on the top writer for that more one. times. Yeah. It come. It has to come down to the writer on that one. It's either that or a computer generated program, um, which we don't have the capabilities or funding so, for. So, this brings us to the extra uh, add in bracket. Um, before we get into like official, who's going to be final? Um, Ventriloquist, who we covered before, uh, is going to go against the wild card, and uh, whoever wins this will be the wild card of, you know, who's going to be finalist uh, when Mr. Freeze, Humpty Dumpty go together. Um, so this wild card we haven't covered yet. Exactly. Uh, so the ventriloquist going against the more well-known polar opposite of Batman. Uh, so Prometheus, like, yeah, you could say he's he's an opposite of Batman, just the way he was written. Uh, but there's a character that's had massive, massive, massive stories Dogs. done behind him to explain that he is a literal alternate universe version of Batman. <clears throat> Owl Man. A real name? There's many of them. Literally, it just even says on pages about this character, there are many versions of Owl Man, but all of them stem from the same fucking thing. Um, his name is, is it's His name is Wayne Bruce, and I will not accept any other answer. <laughs> um, he just comes from a darker universe than Bat uh, than what Batman grew up in. Uh, there's even certain versions of him where he's actually a younger brother of Bruce Wayne who wasn't with his parents when they went to the uh, the night of the show, and Bruce is actually killed that night. Younger brother grows up and hates everything because his family was taken from him, goes the opposite way that Bruce would have gone. Um, either way, uh, he runs uh, the Court of Owls, uh, which is something that Batman becomes aware of, that they're a giant criminal syndicate syndicate organization in Gotham that nobody was even aware of. Uh, they had secretly been pulling the strings behind all the shit going on in Gotham and have always been behind it. And that it's not just Ra's al Ghul that he had to worry about, but that there was this thing called the Court of Owls that were pulling strings connected with Owlman, who's in another fucking universe. Um, because Owlman essentially feels that the Justice League and all the things like that are failures and that everything needs to just go. Like, everything must go because everything sucks ass. Um, instead of Batman where it's, we need to uphold justice for him. It's no, let it all run free. And then, you know, we'll just, I don't know. We'll just fucking delete it all. Like who gives a shit? Um, and he, uh, he's literally just Batman. He's Batman, except instead of a bat, it's an owl. Um, and he has more advanced technology. That's another thing that I always notice about owl man. Um, his gadgets are just one step ahead of what Batman has. Like, it's, he's, like, from an alternate future kind of thing where, like, his shit's just one step ahead of anything he, he can get his hands on. Um, so that's Owlman. It's a very short brief because he... I mean, fuck, there's so much to cover with him. You, you'd all just have to look it up for yourself to know more about him. There's a fucking lot. Just know that he's literally Batman. 
just instead of trying to provide justice, he's just going to let it run free. And then when it gets to a point, he'll just fucking erase it all. Because fuck it. Because fuck it. That's that's my summary of Owlman, to make it short and sweet. Uh, so Ventriloquist or Owlman? I'm going to put my vote. But I won't say anything yet. I'm going to put my vote. But I won't say anything else. Well, let's... Pick a number one through three, Jeremy. My only question. Does he have four arms? Jeremy, pick a number one through three. I I knew it was coming. (laughs) But there's no four. Anthony, pick a number one through three. Uh, Two. Okay, Jeremy. Three or one. (laughs) Which number are you picking? (laughs) It's not a hard decision. Three. Okay. Uh, I'm voting Ventriloquist. Anthony, what are you voting? Ah, I see, I see, I see. Um, I'm going to vote Owlman. Okay, Jeremy, that means you are the deciding vote. Ventriloquist or Owlman? Head-to-head competition, there is... There, there, there's, there's only one clear answer. It's going to be Owlman. God damn it. <laughs> I don't care. Ventriloquist is going to reappear on the show at some point. Like I've, I've officially, I've made him a character, and he will be reappearing because I absolutely fucking love that he pronounces bees as G's and sounds like a gangster. I just, I, can't, I fell in love with it. All right, so Humpty Dumpty or Mister Freeze? Freeze. Jeremy. Yeah, it's going to have to be Freeze and a head-on-head collision. Oh, man. Humpty Dumpty's out. Uh, That leaves us with who will be the finalist, gentlemen, Mr. Freeze or Owlman. Unlike last time we did Spider-Man, I made both of them a finalist. Uh, This time around, only one of them will move forward. I'm not letting you get off that easy. Mr. Freeze or Owlman? Jared, Mr. Freeze or Owlman? I asked you first. I went first last time. I went first last time. Suck it. I, I did. came first. I... Just God now. damn it, it's Owl Man. Alright, my vote? I vote for Freeze. Fuck. Alright, Jared. Did you do that just to spite me? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to vote for Freeze the whole time, but... On a head-to-head collision between the two, with the way that you have told me about Owlman and Mr. Freeze, Owlman's going to come out on top because Batman already destroys Freeze. It's it's got to be Owlman. All right, Mister Smartass, I'm going to make I'm not going to go first this time. Make you the tiebreaker. <laughs> Fuck yourselves. I go off statistics. Anthony goes off a story, and you go off of the viewers. I'm going to go Mr. Freeze. Um, he's older. He's more well-known. He has a better origin story. Like, it's not that Owlman's is bad. Like, especially if you're going to go on the younger brother route of, like, that's an interesting concept, that he had a younger brother that just for some reason didn't get taken that night. And, like, he becomes a villain because of that. But, like, Mr. Freeze came first, and his is, like, no matter what version of the origin it is, it's always that Nora gets sick, and he freezes her, and either she's still frozen, and he just can't find a cure, or she died, and he's just 
getting revenge and then trying to find a way to bring her back because that's all he cares about. Like, either way, it's a fucking amazing origin story to, like, this dude who just freezes the shit and doesn't work with anybody. Like, that's another thing with Batman and Robin. They gave him goons. He doesn't typically use goons. He just does his own thing because he doesn't want anybody's help. Um, so I'm going Mr. Freeze. So, Mr. Freeze... Well, thanks, Jared. Thank you. (laughs) I have just officially lost my job. (laughs) Well, he didn't say anything about Owl Man, so... (laughs) Oh, I'll hear about it tomorrow. Um, If uh, anything happens, I'm gonna say that's your own fault, because you didn't say anything about that, so... Well, if you need, Jeremy, if you need it, I do have Jared's address, so. I'll be sure to pass it along. He doesn't have any of that. Uh, so, gentlemen, that, that rounds out. That is all the brackets. Um, that gives us all four contenders. Uh, that'll be Bane. Burn. We'll go against Killer Croc. Ooh. Black Mask. We'll go against Mr. Freeze. Just so you guys can see, it is official. Thank you for showing us that piece of paper. (laughs) So for all of you at home, Monday we will be doing the finals. Um, That will be Bane against Killer Croc, Black Mask against Mr. Freeze, I'm going to need this weekend to gather myself and my thoughts of who the fuck I actually think is the better one out of these. Because fuck, that is a killer lineup, guys. That is... Black Mask, I don't see moving on. It's unfortunate that he was the one that won, because compared to these ones, I don't know. But then again, I'm going to make you both do research on the characters and decide for yourself. Fuck you. Uh, So catch us Monday with that. Uh, That'll be the finals. Um... Yeah, yeah, oddcastmedia gmail.com. We have our Twitter, guys, at oddcast. And uh, you can find us oddcast network everywhere else. If you type it in, you'll find us. Uh, Anthony, where can they find you? All these lovely fucking people here. C L T underscore sandwich. Um, he just went YMCA that shit. I didn't YMCA it, I did it with my hand. You did mini YMCA C-L-T. with your hands. <laughs> Y-M-C-A. Uh, CLT underscore sandwich on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram will find your weekly hints, uh, which I've not put up yet on Instagram because uh trying to figure out that hint picture. Uh, and uh, Twitter's Duh. where you find the actual episodes being released. 6 a.m. every Wednesday is when CLT goes live. Check us on Anchor and all the other stuff. Very well. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> where can they find you? Service. <laughs> well, you all can find me at It's Classified. Right. You can all find him at <laughs> <laughs> I thought about doing that for a second, but I was like, nah. Yeah, I, I, I probably will do that in editing. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you guys uh, for all stopping in. Um, and thank all of you that have been listening. Uh, I've been seeing more and more numbers coming in. So thank you all very much. I mean, we cannot stress enough how much we appreciate it. Uh, we didn't think we'd get this far. Uh, so fucking thank you all. You're all fucking awesome people. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys Monday. Uh, we'll bring you the finals. We'll we'll finally decide the odd cast choice uh, best deadliest Batman villain. And it's gonna um, be one that I actually know this time. <laughs> it will be. It will be indeed. It won't be uh, an oddball character like the Spider-Man villain one, uh, which was, you know, it's just the way it rolled, man. 
Uh, but yeah, go catch us on all the social medias. Uh, stay odd, stay happy. Um, but most of all, guys, stay hungry. <laughs> this isn't CLT, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> this isn't CLT. Thank you for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed this week's flavor. I mean, do hope that you Anyways. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Right, Love you, you all. Can, you guys can Adios. fucking stop your shit. At least it didn't turn into like, but who had four arms? Well, the entire thing. Or dildo. Who had your four arms, guys? Bad dragon, guys. Bad dragon. Dude, a four headed dildo. That's all I'm saying. Four headed dildo. I'm lost my name.